Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello angels, what's up? Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. It's Estelle here, your host, and I'm with you on this beautiful rainy Sunday. I love a good rainy Sunday. I feel like it is like, I don't know, something super cleansing and just like, I don't know, I love like a cuddling situation, a slow morning Sunday. It's really nice. Um, Guys, I'm excited to be bringing you this episode. I'm going to dive into it deeper in just un momento, but What's up, everyone? Hi, and hello to my new listeners and my loyal long, long-term long listeners and all of you beautiful queens here. Hello, thank you for tuning in. Um, guys, I don't know if you would have checked out my Instagram last week at Co. I was in the most beautiful retreat and I'm just still like obsessed with it. It is this gorgeous retreat called Lone Retreat. And that's L-O-N Retreat. Um, That's based in Point Lonsdale. So within Australia in Victoria, um, it is just such a beautiful place. It's a family owned business. It is just like such a vibe. There's a spa retreat and it's, oh, I absolutely loved it. It's like a farm that's on a beach. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before because I was super excited to go. But um, yeah, we just had such a lovely time. My husband and I, we just like walked every day, like around the farm, down the beach, um, ate beautiful food, got massages, like just really chilled out. And it was actually our baby moon, which is so exciting. Yes. So I announced, I announced our pregnancy on social media, which feels like such a thing these days, God, but it was really beautiful. Um, you know, it felt really special after keeping it on the down low for quite a while now, um, as I'm kind of approaching, you know, the end of the five months, um, period. So yeah, it was really nice to actually share that with, um, with my community. And also so many people have been asking me about it, but I think what I'll do is I'll actually, um, I'll record it like a pregnancy journey podcast episode. So stay tuned for that guys. Um, those of you that are, you know, wanting uh, in the kind of process of conceiving or you have your own fertility journey or you're just really curious about this topic, um, I'm really happy to share with you my experience and um, how it all unfolded behind the scenes as well. So stay tuned for that one, beautifuls. Okay, so guys, my fierce tip of the week, it's actually, this is like, I don't know if any if anyone here has dived, dived, dove, I don't know what the correct like terminology is. It's Sunday has kind of gotten into their human design. Um, I've been really into this because we we will have. Um, I'm gonna um, I'm going to bring it to you guys soon. Um, a beautiful podcast episode that focuses on human design. So you can dive into this um, when it's released shortly. But I've just been really really into this. So if those of you are like what the hell is human design? It's like it's like a system that kind of brings together various different principles such as like um the I Ching astrology Kabbalah chakra systems and also I think quantum physics um and it's really just a beautiful tool and way to show you where and how to kind of access your body's consciousness you know in terms of decision making and ultimately how you how you should be living, I guess, as your true self in alignment with your energy. And human design kind of offers like a map. Um, you kind of get this body chart map and it kind of shows you your unique points, how you how you are unique as a person and really guides you to living in a space and in a way that is in sync with who you are authentically. So it's really interesting. Um, we're, like I said, we're going to have a human design specialist on the pod really soon to dive into that if this is something that you're interested in. Um, but my tip is I want you guys to check out your own human, your own like body type chart. So you can, um, you can, I'm going to drop a link in the show notes. Um, 
with a website that's free that you can just pop in, you know, your birth time, your birth location and your birth date. And it tells you, um, you know, essentially what your human design type is and lots of other details as well. Um, but really that's the main thing, your human design type. And you can check it out just by even like Googling, like what's my human design type and it, you'll, it'll probably direct you to this website as well. So I'll pop it in the links too. So you can check it out. Cause it's really, really interesting. Just make sure you've got the correct time. I even went like I was committed and I remember like about six or 12 months ago, I, um, when I was diving deeper into astrology, like I just did not believe my mom when she told me that it was at a certain time. And I just like, I don't, are you hundred percent sure? And she's like, look, I'm not hundred percent sure. So I was like, went and called the hospital. I was on a hold for like an hour. I went through all these hoops, but I'm like, I need it for my birth time. And God bless Ella, my mom, but she was definitely not, not accurate with the time. <laughs> so it really does make a difference if you can actually find out your accurate birth time. And yes, I also feel free to DM me if you, after you listen to this um, podcast episode and you're like, oh my God, how interesting, like this is wild. Um, I found out that my human design type is a reflector, which is like only 1% of the population. So super fascinating and and really quite rare. So I'm diving into that a lot more, um, especially after um, chatting with the beautiful Erin Rogers, who's a human design specialist and she'll be on the podcast soon. Just talking to her more about it as well, like really inspired me to dive deeper into this. Like I love a good system. Um, So I'm excited to learn more about this. So I just wanted to share this with you guys. Um, to, I guess, provide you with another tool that you can really connect with your authenticity, connect with um, your energy and the next level of kind of consciousness. So I think it's really, I think it's really interesting. So let me know how you go guys. Um, And also I'm so excited because we have announced recently that the Fierce Feminine Fulfilled, which is my 12 week signature fully guided group coaching program is now open for enrollment and it is all about accessing your fierce and fulfilling purpose. You know, it's about releasing the old version of you, experiencing energetic alignment and finding your purpose and also creating your dream life. So I'm just so passionate about this program. This is like, this is like the OG and each module is broken down into feminine and masculine components you know, the energy work, the mindset work, spirituality, but then also the planning, the mapping, vision mapping, and taking inspired action towards your goals and manifestation. So it's really a balance of both. And it's, you know, a 12 week fully guided group coaching program where you get the 12 week support from me. Um, It also includes six powerful group coaching calls where we provide you with any support that you need. We do training sessions, spiritual practices, Q&A. And I find this to be the most powerful because you often see yourself in other women that are taking part in this in this healing and up-leveling journey. And so it's really powerful to hear their stories, to connect, listen to the questions and answers and just um, kind of co-create together. Also, the program includes six self-study modules and trainings to really activate your higher self and find your soul's purpose. And so we drop a new module every two weeks. So it's not overwhelming. And so you can really take the time to dive deep into it whilst also connecting and sharing with the girls in the group, with our private Facebook group, and also a bunch of empowerment resources like rituals and meditations and mantras and reading lists um, that we that we adapt every two weeks in line with the modules and what you're focused on. Also, there is a bonus orientation workbook, accountability partner program to really hold you accountable and on track towards what you are achieving and what you're manifesting. And also there is a special offer for the next round, um, the next round of the Fierce Feminine Fulfilled group where we are going to have a beautiful breathwork facilitator, uh, Laura Murphy. She's actually been on the podcast before and she is actually going to do a group healing breathwork session um, for the girls in the group, which is so exciting because I feel like for those of you that haven't done like a, a breathwork, uh, like I, I particularly like like a breathwork facilitated session as opposed to just listening to something personally. I feel like that is the most impactful for me um is so uh it's really powerful to connect with your um to connect with your soul to connect with your heart and 
to bring you back to yourself as well as doing some some deeper healing that sometimes we can't access um, just with our mind. So I'm so excited to be offering that to the new round of girls joining. And if that is you, if you feel like this is, you want to do this type of work, if you feel like you there's an opportunity for you to up-level. You have big dreams, big goals, a big vision, but you you know that something feels off and you're not living in alignment with your um, your true purpose and your higher self, then girlfriend, you can check out um, all the information on our info page. I'm going to drop a link for you. Um, there's a kind of a full detailed page about everything and what it includes. Also, you can DM me any questions that you have at Fierce Female Co. And we can chat about it and see if it's aligned for you. Um, but really, is this is an opportunity to heal and to step into your higher self, which is just such which is such important work to be done. So I'm so excited for that, guys. You can check that out and let me know if you have any questions because I don't actually know when I'll be running this next because I'm going to have a baby soon. <laughs> so I, I don't know if this is the last time I'm going to run it before before I have the bub. I'm going to see how I go just from a timing perspective because this is a three-month program. So yes, I'm so excited for you and let me know if this is resonating. Also, by the way, how many times can I say excited in the one intro? Like seriously, but I am excited because this podcast episode with Kim is really, really beautiful and it is really deep. I um, I love a good deep conversation and she provides us with so many tools. She's a mindset coach. She's a podcaster. She's a rapid transformational therapy practitioner. And in this episode specifically, we dive into how people can start working with the subconscious mind and, you know, what to do when your manifestations aren't working. And Kim goes into a lot of detail here. She provides a really great example um, when it comes to money and money manifestation and what might be blocking you um, if you aren't in that space of receiving and if money isn't coming to you and abundance isn't showing up in your life, which is really cool. And we also talk about hypnosis, um, which is an incredible way to help you up level um, in all aspects of your life, right? But in particular, we dive into income and overall success. We also dive into rapid transformational therapy, which is super interesting, and how to use this as a tool to heal and release your blocks. And we also just talk about the energy that's required to step into that next level version of you. Um, And I really think this is a beautiful conversation because Kim also provides like really great um, practical rituals and tools that you can implement in your life to start to shift your subconscious mind and really up level into more abundance and success and alignment, which is just so exciting. So enjoy this episode, beauties, and let me know if you have any questions. As always, we'd love, we would love if you could share and, you know, just share the message that we have here at Fierce Female Co. So more beautiful women can access this podcast episode and really reap the benefits and and the value from this content. So thank you, angels. We'll catch you soon. Hello, honeys. Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today on the show, we have Kim Akerig. She is a mindset coach, a podcaster, and a rapid transformational therapy practitioner who is on a mission to help coaches with their self-worth and so they can make more money and impact. I'm so excited to have you on the show, Kim. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We were just saying like before we hit record, like we just chatted for about a good 15 minutes about so many topics. I was like, damn, we have to stop. We have to tell the world all these interesting (laughs) things we're talking about. (laughs) I'm I'm very excited to have you. And guys, despite Kim's beautiful accent, she actually isn't, she's Aussie now, technically from the Gold Coast. We are recording with the same time zone. This is really exciting. (laughs) So exciting. It's never the same time zone. It's never the same time zone. Oh, so good. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you. So I'm just going to dive into our rapid fire questions first up. So tell us, Kim, because we have some travel restrictions, what like a travel destination right now are you dreaming about? Like what, what is the vibe right now for travel? I mean... I would love to go to like Sedona in Arizona it has always been on my bucket list, but I think the States is pretty off limit at the moment. Yeah. So I actually really want to go back to Sydney. Like I've spent a bit of time there and every time I go, I just have the best time. So I think in terms of what I can do closer to home, I would love to make a Sydney trip. Beautiful. I think Sydney is gorgeous to me. Sydney's like that, like 
bombshell blonde you know what I mean like she's she's hot she knows it like that is that is Sydney Melbourne for me it's like it's like the moody brunette you know you might not see it on the surface but you've got to go in there to discover get to know her yeah she (laughs) doesn't put it all the way at first (laughs) exactly exactly she's mysterious and I really feel like I don't know about you but like since I don't know, 2020 and, you know, and this year as well, 2021, I feel like it's been in some ways a really beautiful opportunity to explore our own backyard and to really, you know, explore Australia. Like I've never, you know, lived in Australia my whole life, but it's always been focused on traveling overseas always. And it's a really cool opportunity to actually explore little pockets and actually like drive around. And, you know, I don't know, it's just, I feel like it's, it's been really grounding um, looking on the, on the positive side, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think the same. Cause like I moved here, I think eight or nine years ago and people were like, where have you been in Australia? And I'm like, um, the gold coast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good yeah. chance. So did you say eight years? Did you say eight yeah, years? Yeah, between eight and nine. I kind of get, I lose track sometimes. Oh my God. And so what, like, tell us, I know you mentioned this before, but I'd love for other people to know, like, why, why did you decide to move to Australia? Yeah, so I used to be a wedding photographer and I got hired to shoot a wedding in New Zealand because I actually had a client who I used to shoot her jewelry and her and her husband are Kiwis and they were like, we're trying to find a photographer. We don't really find anyone. We can't find anyone that we want to shoot with in New Zealand. So like, would you want to come and do it? And I was like, 100%. So I was like, I will just go to Australia along the way. I don't know when I'm going to be back in this part of the world. And then I just didn't leave. Wow. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. There was like pulling you. It was going to be a new home. Yeah, hundred percent. Like if you look at my astrocartography, like where I live in the Gold Coast is on like a Jupiter line and a Mars line. So for people who don't know a lot about astrology, like Jupiter is like a great place for like expansion and growth. And then your Mars is like a great spot to take action. So like all of that lines up for me, like where I live in the Gold Coast. I love that so much. And, and it's so interesting that you say that because you said that originally, you know, when we were talking offline before that, you know, you lived in Byron Bay and whilst that was beautiful, that wasn't like, that wasn't going to be your home in Australia. Yeah. And it's so funny when I lived there, I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was everything that I wanted. And then my Saturn return hit and my whole life just turned upside oh down. God, as it return. Does. <laughs> and like within a couple of months, I had like moved to the Gold Coast, like started a different form of schooling. Like it all just turned upside down from there and really put me on the path that I feel like now that I'm very firmly on. So it was good. So good. Okay. We're going to dive more into your background in a moment. So tell us, Kim, what does your morning ritual look like right now? Yeah, it's usually first thing when I wake up, I'll like chuck on like a hypnosis recording just to kind of start programming my mind around whatever I want to be programming it around. And then from there, I might do some tapping depending on the day and I'll do some journaling usually about what I want my future to look like. And then I'll pull a tarot card. I love that. Those are all such beautiful things. And I love how you're starting off the day by essentially delving into your subconscious mind. Oh, totally. Like your morning, the morning when you first wake up and right before you go to sleep is the best time to do it. So if you want to prime your subconscious with anything, like I always think first thing when you wake up is the best time to start with that. So good. And do you do your tapping? Do you follow along to a video or you just do it by yourself based on what's intuitively kind of coming up for you? Yeah, I do both. I've noticed if I ever feel anxious about things, it's right away in the morning when I wake up. So if I do kind of feel that anxious feeling around anything, I'll just tap on however I'm feeling in that moment. And then it usually kind of helps get rid of it before I start my day. Beautiful, beautiful. Love that. And so what's one book that you would want every woman to read? Um, I think Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh my God. He's just such a legend, isn't he? Like he's next level. Yeah. I really want to do like one of his retreats or one of his like five day workshops, but I feel like, oh my God, that would be like so much, right? So much meditating for like hours on end. Oh my God. So much meditation, but also like how much would come up? Like if you had just have nothing else planned for the five days, it's just like, whew, that's going to be powerful. So powerful. Like I just hear so much about them and I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah, totally. I, I also, um, I have to go back to breaking the habit of being yourself. I, 
I feel like I delved into supernatural and I only like listen to breaking the habit of being yourself on audible, like maybe half of it. I feel like sometimes, I don't know if you find this, like, I feel like book, we read certain books at times, like that is, I don't know, most prominent for us. Like it's sometimes I've read a book, I picked up a book, I bought it and then I just never read it. And then I ended up reading like a year later at the exact perfect time, but I needed to hear that message and I was open to hearing that message. So I always find that super interesting too. Totally. I feel like the universe always speaks to me either through like audiobooks or like a podcast that I'll be listening to and I'll just hear the exact thing that I need to hear in that moment. It's really crazy. Yeah, totally. And even if you've like re- reread something a few times and then all of a sudden you're just like, whoa, I just got it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you need to hear it at the right time, I think. Otherwise, sometimes it just goes over your head and doesn't register. Totally. 100%. 100%. And so Kim, what's like, what fierce female are you crushing on right now and why? Um, I recently watched Oprah's interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. And I'd have to say Oprah, like I never really got that into her before. Obviously I knew who she was, but watching that interview, I was just so inspired. I was like, wow, you are an incredible interviewer and just her presence and like her compassion really inspired me. Oh my God. Like Oprah's like, I don't know. I feel like she's like the mother nature. Like she is, yeah, yeah, she's just like so nurturing. She makes people feel so safe, but she's also so intelligent and grounded. Yeah. She's like the, I don't know. I always think of her like, you know, like the Ayurvedic doshas, like she's like the kapha. Yeah, totally. And I love how like she's not afraid to go to the hard places. Like I think so many of us, we shy away from asking the really hard questions because we don't want to make people uncomfortable. But she does it in such a compassionate way that I was really inspired because I've noticed like I will usually shy away from asking people hard questions sometimes because I don't want to make them uncomfortable. But it was really expansive because I was like, here's a way that you can do it where it's not confrontational. It's like curiosity. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. So good. So good. So Kim, tell us more. I want to like dive in and so the audience can just understand a little bit more about your background and really what led you to do the type of work that you do today and just how that self-development journey slash entrepreneurial journey kind of unfolded for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, as far as my entrepreneurial journey, I think It started really young when I was in the second grade and I started selling flower perfume on the playground (laughs) and the teachers shut it down because they were like, you're not allowed to make money during recess. Um, But it really, (laughs) like, I feel like it told me a lot about who I was as a person because it's just like straight away, I always try and turn everything that I'm passionate about into a business. Um, But in terms of around personal development, like growing up, I was really insecure. I had a lot of like self-worth issues. Like I struggled with anxiety and depression and like an eating disorder and later kind of substance abuse issues. And through all of that, I, it kind of put me on the path of like hitting a rock bottom where I was like, this can't continue. Like you can't continue living your life like this. And like, there has to be something more to live for. Like this can't be it. And from there, it really, it kind of first sparked like my, my entrepreneurial spirit. Cause that was when I became a photographer and I sort of went on this personal development journey because I really began to understand that like, you can't run a business and not develop who you are as a person because so much of your success comes down to like what you believe and how you show up and all of those kind of things. And after being a photographer for a couple of years, I sort of had like this feeling where I was like, I feel like I'm being called to do more. Like, I think I can help people in maybe like a deeper way. And from there, I did a health coaching certification, but I felt really insecure about being a health coach because I just, I wasn't like in my worth. I was like super insecure. It didn't feel like the right thing at the right time. But um, like I kind of mentioned before that Saturn return showed up and it just kind of pulled me onto the path that I'm on now. I discovered RTT. It changed my whole life. And from there, it just really made sense to me for that to be the thing that I did to help people. And that's how we got to here. I love that. That's so interesting. And I think that's really important for people to hear from, especially when you were talking about like the health coach and how that felt like a good idea at the time, but really when you delved into it, that wasn't aligned for you. And I feel like sometimes when that happens, people like people just 
give up sometimes and just go down the easy route and be like, okay, great. Well, I started my own thing and it didn't work for me. So I'm just going to go back to photography, for example. And you didn't do that. Like you kept going. You said, okay, well, this is this is the path that you needed to take in order to then discover RTT and how transformational that is and how you can, you know, up level and really step into your self-worth. But you may not have known that unless you really felt um, that rock bottom. Oh, 100%. Like, and I also feel like I have this very insistent intuition that won't let me not do the things that I'm supposed to do. Mm. Like I can... I'll just hear it so strongly and then it won't leave me alone until I take that next step into what I'm supposed to be doing. So it's like, you can try and avoid it, but I'll never fully be able to avoid it because things will just keep happening until I do that next step that is like supposed to be the next step of my evolution. I love that. That's so beautiful. And so tell us like more about RTT and what it means and how does it actually work? Yeah, absolutely. So RTT is Rapid Transformational Therapy, and it was created by Marissa Peer, who has been voted Britain's best therapist like multiple times over. Mm -hmm. And so basically, it's a mixed modality that combines hypnosis, NLP, cognitive behavioral therapy, and psychotherapy. And so what happens in a session is we get to the root cause of like why you're having your issue. We regress you back to three memories of like, what was the meaning you created out of that event? Like what beliefs were formed about yourself at that point in time? Because most of us don't realize that our beliefs are formed between the ages of zero to seven. And then we're just kind of like reenacting those out for the rest of our life. And then we get to be an adult and we don't understand why we're doing that, but it has its roots in your childhood. And so then in the session, we can kind of get to the root cause of what that is, clear out those beliefs, do some inner child integration. And then you have like a personalized hypnotic recording to listen to for 21 days. And that basically in the session, we kind of like release the old beliefs. And then the rewiring happens from that recording that you listen to. And it's 21 days because that's the amount of time that it takes to form a new neural pathway and to really lock in those beliefs. I love that. So let's talk about an, an example. So what would be an example um, of a situation that maybe someone's come to you for um, and you have used RTT? Yeah, totally. Um, I can give you two examples. I can give you like one of a physical one, which I always think is so interesting because most people, when we think of physical conditions, we think it's like a body thing and not a mind. And then like also like an emotional one. So with Mm -hmm. the physical one, I had a client who she had abnormal cells in her cervix. And so when we did the regression to find out what was going on, it actually went back to like um, a couple of years previous, she had like a really bad nerve issue, but no doctor could diagnose what was going on for her. And she remembered being envious of cancer patients because cancer patients have like a, an expiration date, basically like they know when like their disease will kill them. Whereas she felt like she was in so much pain, but she had no way of getting out. And also she had a lot of shame about some things that had happened to her in her childhood. And she felt like she kind of needed to punish herself almost. So when we released that, um, we gave her a recording to kind of tell her body exactly what to do. We're like, okay, switch on this immune function, like, and a few other things. And then when she went in to get the scan later, all those abnormal cells were gone. Like it was perfectly normal. And then with the other one, um, I recently worked with one of my clients around anxiety. And so when we were diving into why she had the anxiety, it was just trying to keep her safe. There had been things that happened to her previously where she decided that the world wasn't safe and that you needed to always be on alert to prepare for something bad happening. And if something good were to happen, you have to be hypervigilant to make sure that you're prepared for when it goes away because nothing good can last. And so when we got rid of those beliefs for her, then she was able to just show up and be calm and peaceful and trust that the good things that happened in her life were actually there to stay. Mm, That is so powerful. So in terms of actually reprogramming those beliefs, how do you go about doing that in your sessions? Yeah. So one of the interesting things about it is because the beliefs that we form, they're 
They're usually not ultimately true. And when I say ultimately true, it's like, would this be true for absolutely everyone? And in the example of the anxiety and the client being like, okay, well, good things can't stay. It's like, well, is that belief ultimately true? No. So we start showing you why that's not true for you anymore. And then you're like, this is why this will never be true for me ever again. This is what I'm choosing to believe instead. Because when it comes down to your beliefs, it's like a belief is just a thought you're thinking over and over again. They're not usually grounded in any actual fact. So when you can kind of show your mind that it's like picking apart like the pieces that are contributing your current situation and reframing them into something else and then choosing the new belief and then you start projecting out on that new belief and then that's what you get in your reality. I think that's really powerful and especially from the perspective of like unpacking your subconscious mind and I want to go into that a little bit more because um, I think there's also a difference between the thoughts that we think and the affirmations that we continue to say to ourselves and what we want to believe and then what our subconscious mind actually believes um, and what we believe to be true. So can can you unpack a little bit more when, it, when we talk about subconscious mind? What does that mean? And how can we, anyone listening, start to reprogram their thoughts and beliefs, let's say, if it, if it isn't aligned with them, right? So let's say they're thinking some thoughts around lack, um, maybe lack of abundance, lack of self-worth, and how can they go about reprogramming them from a subconscious mind perspective in order to attract, let's say, what they want, which is maybe more success or more abundance, Yeah, absolutely. This is such a great question because I think a lot of the time we get confused because we're like, well, I want something in my conscious mind, but it's not showing up in my reality. Like, why isn't this working? And you can't really solve your conscious mind issues because your subconscious will always be so much more powerful. Like, I always imagine that it's like your mind is like an iceberg and your subconscious is the part that's underneath the surface. Like, you can't see it from the top, but it's very much there. It controls 95% of your behavior. It basically works as your computer programming if you will and then your conscious mind is like that top bit above the water that you can actually see and you can access and it thinks that it's making the rational decisions but really it's like your behavior is really coming from your subconscious because with your conscious you can sort of to a certain extent like show up and do things and take action but at some point you will become distracted and not be focusing on that and that's when your subconscious will sort of take over it's like you know how if you drive your car home and sometimes you'll be like I wasn't even paying attention at all yet I got home how did that happen that's like your subconscious working to just do the thing for you so when it comes to reprogramming it I mean I always think the best way to do it is through like rapid transformational therapy but if that's not an option at the moment you can always listen to hypnotic recordings and this will start to like put in those new um, beliefs but one of the reasons why I find RTT so much more effective than just hypnosis because hypnosis goes on like positive reinforcement enforcement, which is great, but it's not eradicating that Mm. previous conditioning that's already in there that's been running for so much longer. So that's why you can sort of use hypnosis if you maybe don't have a lot of if you don't have a lot of resistance built up around something, I think you can use hypnosis to kind of change your behavior around it. But if you have say like really deep set money mindset issues that have been going on your whole life, you're probably going to have to do a little bit more than just listening to a hypnosis, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. And I really believe that because I think that um, what can really trip us up is when we kind of just focus on bypassing anything that is uncomfortable and we just focus on the things that feel good and whilst that's great because that elevates our our vibration but I don't believe it makes long lasting change especially in our subconscious mind because deep down we have those rooted beliefs that need to be like you said cleared reprogrammed um, and rearranged in order for us to um, develop beliefs and stories that are aligned with what we actually want to achieve and attract right um so that's where I feel like doing the deep inner work is so critical especially like you said if you've got those built up got the built up resistance and usually I feel like (laughs) those of us that have a lot of resistance around something like that's when we're going to experience through the through the clearing and the healing that's when we're going to experience like the alignment the aha moments because it's a huge weight has just been lifted off us Yeah, 100%. And it's like, I think also when 
say for example like with money is such an interesting one because it's like consciously people can be like I want more money and they'll be like reciting money affirmations but then if you go into their subconscious and they have a belief maybe that like rich people are evil like those two things completely contradict each other so it's like your mind is always trying to keep you safe it's trying to move you towards connection and away from rejection so if you're trying you say that you want something that your mind perceives that will get you rejected it's going to make sure that you don't get it because it always wants you to be safe, make sure that you're like still with your tribe or whatever, like it's functioning in a very prehistoric way. Mm. So it's really interesting noticing, like if you feel like you've been working on really hard trying to get something and you're not seeing results, I always think it's worth going into your subconscious to see what's going on in there. Yes, I love that. And let's like talk, let's like, that's a really good segue into like manifestation, right? Let's talk about like money manifestation. Cause I know that's an area that you kind of focus on and specialize in. So if we, if there's someone listening that wants to attract more money in their life and they want to manifest, let's say a certain amount of money. Okay. Um, and it's not showing up for them in their experience and they're thinking positively, they're visualizing, they are taking action, but it's just not, um, it's not showing up for them in the physical form. What, like what would you recommend for them to do um, from a, like a tangible takeaway perspective? Like what's, what are some things, whether it's insights as well, but also some practical steps that they can take to try and shift that. Yeah, absolutely. I think with money manifestation, one of the biggest things that people don't realize with manifesting money is it really comes down more to your self-worth than it does the actual like money aspect of it. Because when you believe- Never about the money. (laughs) Yeah, when you think it's about the money, it's never about the money. It's like, do you believe on a deep soul level that you believe, like you deserve to be taken care of and safe and secure? And I think the self-worth thing is when you work on your self-worth, then automatically more money seems to show up has been my experience and like that of my clients, because then you believe that you're worthy of charging what you want to charge, or you're worthy of asking for a raise if you're in a job, or you're like worthy of going for those opportunities or instead of having that scarcity mindset and being like oh everyone's already done this you're like why can't I be the person to do this so I think working on your self-worth is the biggest one and obviously it's a big topic but some like tangible things that you can do right now like straight away is like change how you talk to yourself like if you are speaking to yourself in a way that you wouldn't speak to your best friend like that needs to stop right now like you need to speak to yourself like positively and gently and lovingly and then another thing is um just doing mirror work like if you like just look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself all the things that you needed to hear that maybe you didn't get to hear and it might feel weird at first but everything feels weird the first time you do it. So those are two things that you can like start doing straight away to start building your worthiness or like writing down all the things that you think that you do do well or that you like about yourself just so you can provide this evidence to yourself and be like, I actually am like a worthy, worthwhile person. And if you're alive and on the planet, you are, you just need to recognize it first. And then Mm. after that, when it comes to money manifestation, I urge people to start looking at what beliefs you have around money. Like if you were to imagine someone would be like, here's $10,000, like what are the first thoughts that pop up for you? Are you like, I didn't do anything to deserve that. Like, what would I do with that money? Like feeling guilty or ashamed because you didn't work for it. Like whatever it is, just start noticing it. So you can start to build that awareness of what's actually going on and how you might be blocking money from yourself. And then starting to look at those beliefs and really pick them apart be like is this ultimately true for everyone and if it's not well then you can start choosing to believe something else Mm, absolutely and what I find um and I wonder if you find this with your clients especially with um, ambitious and motivated women is that they think they want money um because all of us think we want money um but often it's that deep-rooted belief that um, they can't, re- they're not able to receive and they can't be taken care of because they're the ones that need to do all the things and they need to take care of everyone else. And so I think of such a big part of it is actually opening yourself up to receiving and being supported and being taken care of. And it's a really different energy. It's more like of a feminine energy when really we focus on, okay, I'm going to make more money and I'm going to attract more money. And we almost get straight away into our masculine side, which is like more doing, more forcing. Yeah, 100%. A lot of us have weird things around receiving because we think that it's not safe to receive or we think that like we're not worthy of receiving or we think we haven't done enough to be able to receive or we think strings might come attached with receiving that thing. So looking at also like how do you feel around receiving things, whether it's like compliments or gifts or even someone trying to help you. 
and start changing your relationship to that and like allow yourself to be supported because money doesn't come from people it ultimately comes from like the universe so it's like it just comes through people so you need to be open to being able to receive it whatever form it comes through totally and I love what you said before that if anyone here is wanting to attract more money in their life or feel more abundant focusing on your self-worth is the most important thing you can do. And I think that is just a testament to everything really when it comes to manifesting, when it comes to whatever, it's like, it's always comes back to your level of self-worth. And there's always, there's always room to elevate that no matter where you're at. And, you know, often people need to recognize that it's like when they're trying to manifest, attract up level, like that's a new, like that's a new what's like set point that they're trying to um, step into. And it's almost going to require us often to elevate our self-worth to match what it is that we want to attract, envision, you know, live out in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Because so many people are like, oh, like I want to have like a Range Rover or like this huge mansion. And it's like, okay, well, if you got that right now, like how would you feel driving it or living in it? Would you feel like you're the kind of person who lives there? And if not, well, it's going to show you straight away why you're not manifesting it because you don't believe that you're the kind of person that has those things or it doesn't like it feels too good to be true or you don't feel deserving of it and when you don't feel deserving of it you manifest it out really quickly as well totally 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 and I love um I love that you were talking before about you know the difference between RTT and hypnosis um so can you delve into like because I straight away when I think of hypnosis I don't know why I always think of like someone who's got like a fear of anxiety sorry um a fear of public speaking um you know or maybe an anxiety from a traumatic experience like maybe PTSD or something how does like how does hypnosis work in from that perspective if it doesn't necessarily um if it doesn't necessarily touch into the reprogramming of your subconscious mind and it's just more surface level Yeah, I think one of the really good analogies that I heard from someone is like, say you imagine that you've got like a water spot on your wall. And so hypnosis would be kind of like, okay, you've like painted over it and that solution lasts for a little while, but ultimately you're going to have to keep repainting over it to get those results to last. Whereas like RTT is like going in there, like pulling the wall down, finding out there's a pipe behind that's leaking, fixing the pipe plastering the wall painting over it you're never going to get the water spot again does that make sense yeah totally and this is just another plug guys for those people that are not willing to do the inner work this is what happens okay you're gonna have a a, a broken wall okay it's gonna be (laughs) not gonna work properly (laughs) totally and then you're gonna get mold and then you have all these other problems like exactly exactly oh so good and so um you said before, like I often find, and I'd love to know what you think about this, that there's going to be different stages where different modalities work and resonate for you, like based on what's coming up for you. What has been, um, like, has it been maybe like a journaling technique or tapping or what have you found to be really effective um, when issues around self-worth and self-doubt creep up for you? Yeah, I mean, I guess I feel like this is going to just sound like such a plug for RTT, but for me, honestly, it's that. Um, yeah. just in the community, Um, you can exchange sessions with other practitioners. So I still do a session like every month around whatever seems to be coming up for me or like every time you kind of want to up level, there's always something new. So I consistently do that kind of work. But then on a daily level, I like to like to journal on like what I want from like the perspective of it already happening. Um, Like I'll, I'll write down like a month from today, pretending it's the end of the month. And I'll be like, oh my God, this thing happened. This thing happened. Like write it down as if it's already happened. That's one of my favorite ways for manifesting things. And then when it comes to self-worth, just being kind on myself, like not trying not to be as hard and critical, um, just being gentler. Another thing that I've been really liking lately is flower essences, essence remedies. I don't know. Oh, tell us more. Yeah, they take, they work on a vibrational level. So the way that a practitioner explained it to me is they're like, okay, well, everything has a frequency. Like you think about even how, if we're recording this podcast, if you were to go and look at those audio files in like GarageBand or something, you would see that squiggle. And that's like the, the audio, like the frequency of what was being said. But 
everything has a frequency in that sort of a way. So flower essences work by aligning your frequency with the vibration of like whatever particular thing you want to work on. So they're super subtle, but I really love using them with the subconscious reprogramming. So I'll take whatever I'm currently working on and find a flower essence that matches that. And then you take them, you take that one remedy for a month consistently. And the shifts that I've seen from it are incredible. Like I used to have a lot of anxiety around being in relationships. So I did a couple for working on my heart and then it was like that anxiety just disappeared and it never showed up again. So I'm obsessed. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so did you like, like, how did you ingest? Like, do you ingest it? Do you smell it? Like, how do you get that essence? Yeah, so my favorite brand is one called Alexis Smart. Um, you can just order them online. And so it comes in like a little dropper bottle and then you put four drops under your tongue four times a day. And then you do that for a month straight or until the bottle runs out, which is about a month. And then after that month, like you sort of first notice the effects over the first couple of days and then it will look like nothing is happening. And then at the end of the month, you're like, whoa, like things feel so different. So it's really subtle. But then by the end of that month, you really see the shift. Mm. Oh my God. Okay. We're all going to be like ordering this flower essence remedy. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh I've been telling everyone about them because they're just so powerful. I'd never heard of them before, but it was just like one of those things where it was like right moment, right timing. And now I'm obsessed. Oh my God. I love that so much. I'm definitely going to check it out. Cause I love the idea of it just being like a subtle shift yeah. that's happening, like in the background, in your body. And that's also impacting, you know, your energy and your mind. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, because I think sometimes we there's so many modalities where like, you know, that you're going to do it and the work's going to be big. And sometimes it feels like it sort of uproots your life or whatever. But with flower essences, I found that they work on a really subtle level, which is kind of nice sometimes. Like it just sort of eases you into it, which I really appreciate. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I'm so pumped. Let's go into our behind the scenes segment. It's where we like to get that little bit more real and a little bit deeper to really just paint the picture that behind the Instagram reels, behind the squares, that everyone's human and we all experience doubts and we all question what we're doing in this lifetime and on all those things, right? So can you share with us a recent situation, Kim, where you were experiencing some self-doubt and how you moved through that? Yeah, absolutely. Like we were talking about before, I've recently gone back to university to do my degree in psychology and I have never done university before ever. And so um, it was just that that idea of like studying, not knowing what it was going to be like, not knowing what the workload was going to be like. I wouldn't say it was self-doubt, but I was kind of questioning. I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, what is it going to look like? Mm. Like, I guess when I say it's not self-doubt, it's like, I know that I'll figure it out somehow, but it's like that trepidation of being like, oh my God, can I really do this? Like, it just seems like such a big thing. Totally. And I feel like something like that, like, especially it's like, you're looking into your past and being like, well, I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. Can I actually do this? And like, like you said, you know, that you're going to do it and you know, that you're going to make it happen, but there's still those underlying you know, elements of that self-worth that's coming up for you because like you're doing something at a greater level. Totally. And like those old stories around, like I was never a person who was very into high school or like studying or any of those kind of things. Like it just never felt like the right environment for me. And I kind of had these beliefs around like what it meant for me as a student. And I think I was still carrying some of those around. And, and now I think it's so funny because you have all those fears, but now I've realized I'm like, none of it was true. Like mm. high school just wasn't the right environment for you to learn in. And you weren't interested in what they were teaching you. Whereas when it's something you're interested in, it's, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it makes it a lot more interesting for you. hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's also like, you know, it's just that a way, like you're associating who you are now as a person with like who you were when you were like 17, like exactly. that doesn't make sense, but that's what we do, you know? Oh, totally. <laughs> So good. Well, I'm so excited to hear about your psych journey. We were talking about this before and I'm like so interested and inspired. So I'm going to be on the lookout guys. It's going to be good. So tell us a little bit about like an area of your life, Kim, that you're trying to improve in. Like, is there something that you're doing maybe in your relationships or your business, the health and wellness? Um, I think it's kind of twofold. It's like communication and boundaries are some things mm -hmm. that I've been working through. Cause especially now with like study and running a business and like, my partner and like my friends and 
balancing all the things, I've had to really say no to a lot of things and a lot of people, which has felt really weird for me because I guess a little bit like old people pleasing tendencies of like, I don't want to upset someone. I don't want them to be mad at me. Like whatever the story is you're telling yourself, but I've had to say no to a lot of things. And that's been a really interesting experience of like learning how to say no politely and also not getting attached to what the other person thinks of my response. Mm. I think that's massive, isn't it? And I feel like it's, it is inherently really hard. Mm. But then I think yeah. when you get on the, when you get on the roll, like it feels really good. <laughs> yeah. Like we're not really taught how to do it. So I, I guess I'm teaching myself now <laughs> at 31. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're told like from young age, like to always, you know, to help people to say yes, to make them feel good, yeah. to be the nice girl, all those types of things. And so then when it comes to actually, when you've got like juggling priorities in your life and you're trying to make shit happen, you're like, well, I actually cannot physically <laughs> do yeah. everything and say yes to everyone. Like we have to, we have to put some boundaries and draw some lines here. Yeah, 100%. It's like, otherwise I just won't sleep and then everything will fall apart. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. And and so Kim, for our final question, tell us a little bit about a recent fierce female moment. So what is a moment where, like, tell us about a moment where you felt proud to be yourself? Yeah, totally. I think it was like, I was driving in my car one day. And <laughs> it's so funny because I was like really thinking about my whole journey of like where I've been and like, um just as like a teenager like really just not being in a good place and like having a lot of like substance abuse issues and just really not being in a good place in my life not around good people to like where I am now where like I have a business that supports me and like helps so many people and like going back to school which is like something I never really thought was on the radar for me and I was like just started crying because I was really proud of myself like I was like you did a good job like and you're still doing a good job so I think it yeah, I was just pretty proud of myself for like, I guess the resourcefulness and resiliency that I've like had through my life just and my determination to make it really exceptional. Oh, that's so beautiful. I got some shivers. That's so gorgeous. And I also feel like it's like you wouldn't have, you know, maybe you wouldn't have got to where you are today and had that real appreciation. Um, and if you didn't go through all the things you went through in your childhood, like that wouldn't allow you to have that grit and that resilience and that kind of motivation to keep going because, you know, you knew what was, what was also possible on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think sometimes like we don't give ourselves enough credit for it, but it's like, I think also just knowing I'm the kind of person that learns from doing things. So it's like, I need to make all my own mistakes so that I can learn from them. Like it's not, it's not enough for someone to tell me something is a bad idea. Like I need to move it out fully on my own and be like, oh no, you were right. That was a bad idea. <laughs> I need to prove it's a bad idea first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I love it. So Kim, this has been so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all of your beautiful techniques and your wisdom and your energy on the show. Can you pimp yourself out and tell the beautiful people where they can find you? Absolutely. So on Instagram, I am under Kim Akrig Hypnotherapy, and then that's spelled K-I-M-A-K-R-I-G-G, and then Hypnotherapy. And then my website is just KimAkrig.com. Amazing. And if someone wants to book in an RTT session, do they just connect with you via Instagram or um, your website? Yeah, either one. Just send me a message on Instagram, or you can find the link on my website as well amazing and we'll link that all up in the show notes for everyone thank you so much kim and thank you everyone for listening we'll catch you guys soon it was such a pleasure thank you for having me if you're vibing this show please leave us a review we would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.